Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends. I'm Paul Verhoeven, that's John Verhoeven. And for the past two episodes of Loose Ends, first of all, uh, welcome to Loose Ends this week, our second Loose Ends for the week. Typically speaking, every Tuesday we release a proper Loose Units, The Shadow Files, where we deal with true crime that takes place in iconic locations around Australia and the world. But this week we decided to slightly deviate from that pattern and focus instead even more than we had last week on the case of Azra and Amal Aseli, who moved over from Saudi Arabia to Sydney back in 2017 when they were teenagers. Their bodies were found very recently under, I would say, mysterious-ish circumstances. And we thought last week at the tail end of the week when we mentioned it, actually, Dad, you're the one who brought this up and Mm. you thought it was a little odd. And we talked about it and we thought that was it. And then on the weekend, even more information came to light. Mm. And so... We did, in place of a regular Shadow Files this week, we did a a bit of a further look at this case. And then we went, okay, that's it. We're putting it to bed. But then even more information came out. I think at about 5 a.m. in the morning. So you sent me a story in the ABC, which was so odd. So that, Mm. I mean, we've had lots of people reach out about this story. And we just thought it worth using at least the front end of this loose ends to kind of address some of these loose ends. So, mm, I agree. Totally concur. So on August the 1st, in the City Morning Herald, an article was released which had some other interesting details, and it started like this. The mystery surrounding the deaths of two Saudi-born sisters seeking asylum in Australia has deepened after inconclusive results from toxicology tests and autopsies on their bodies, which were found a month after the women died. Dad, before we delve into the details, I'm assuming you lose a little bit when you do a test on a body that's been you know, dead for that long. Is that correct? Is there a certain window in which you want to get as much information as possible from a dead body? In my opinion, and there'll be forensic pathologists that I know are listening, Mm -hmm. um, in my opinion, four weeks is not a long time. Okay. That's my opinion. When you consider that we exhume bodies that have been, well, take the guy that they identified, finally, the something man. Remember that last week? Oh, the Somerton man. Yeah, yeah. I think people they, were a bit miffed that we said he was just a guy from Adelaide. I mean, that diminishes... Obviously, well, it's very I'll sad that a guy from Adelaide yeah. died, but... True. But, Paul, they exhumed his body after how many years? What, 80 years or something? Yeah, long time. So, you know, they're yeah. still looking for things. Uh, you know, yep. teeth, bone, etc. But this is... They've got all the... You know, I, I have been present and seen. I can picture mm-hmm. very easily, bearing in mind that... This happened in the cooler months of Sydney, and unless they'd left the air conditioning on, mm-hmm. like full bore, which I I doubt, uh, the police would have gone into a relatively cool and stable environment. So, you know, we say decomposed. 
you know it's not like it's a body up in up in the um you know the tropics that they find as a result of a tsunami that within within hours certainly within 24 hours families have trouble identifying their loved ones that's so, that's rapid decomposition so assuming the windows in this place were closed because in this sydney morning herald article and we can link to this image uh when we post the episode here's what's interesting dad the, clearly the journalists at the smh have basically grabbed photos from the real estate listing of the apartment Right, mm. it's a Canterbury apartment complex. It's one of those modern ones. It's got a balcony, and there's photos of the interior of the apartment for the listing. So there's no furniture in there. This is obviously not; these aren't photos taken of the crime scene. This is just of mm. the structure and the layout. And then there's a floor plan, so you can actually see the two bedrooms. Right mm. now, the girls were found in in their own bedrooms, naked, mm. apparently. Yeah, yep. and the bedrooms are. You can get from one to the other via the corridor, but there's something so odd about this whole thing. I'm looking at the layout of the apartment. We will post this on the Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash loose units. And it just seems, I just can't wrap my head around this case as established over the past, God, the past two episodes. I will read this from the article. Authorities still do not know how they died. There were no signs of forced entry. Officers have seized CCTV footage from the apartment complex. While police know almost as little about the women's lives as they do about their deaths, a scant picture is beginning to emerge. And this is what you established last week. The girls originally settled in the Fairfield area, enrolled in a local TAFE, set up ABNs and worked as traffic controllers, which is a common job for backpackers and new migrants. They drove a BMW and paid around $500 a week in rent. Now, one of the things that was circulating in terms of the rumor mill, which I hate, is the report in several Middle Eastern news outlets, uh, and which was widely shared in Australian outlets on the weekend that we just passed, that they fled with $5,000 of their family's money. Okay? Now, that's that, not actually that just, true. That, but not only that, Paul, that's in terms of money and Saudi Arabia, that's fuck all money. No, I know, but I'm saying it's actually what's happened is they were conflated in the press by two different sisters who were famously detained in Hong Kong in 2018 after they renounced Islam and the Saudi authorities asked the government to hold them there because they fled their family while they're on holiday and grabbed $5,000 that they'd been saving in secret to kind of use on a, on a cut and run thing. Mm. Now, what's happened is those two uh, girls are actually, those two sisters, Reem and Rawan are their names. They're actually still alive. Oh, so wow. this is a yeah so this is not so what's happened is somehow wires got crossed mm. and several news outlets were reporting that these two girls that have just died in Sydney are the ones who stole the 5k and ran from their family that's not true at all so that's a different no. family <clears throat> excellent yep. good good to know yeah 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 uh the new york times reported that their deaths were ruled a suicide um but mm, i can't i don't know how they can say that i know i can't verify that but the story that you flagged with me is the really interesting one. And this is what you sent me at five in the morning. It's an article in the ABC and it starts, two crucifixes were found in a Canterbury apartment where Saudi sisters Azra Abdullah Aseli, 24, and Amal Abdullah Aseli, 23, were found dead in June. A worker with access to the apartment has told the ABC. The discovery was made after the women's bodies were removed, but it does have the caveat, the ABC could not independently corroborate this claim. So you've got a worker in the apartment who claims that there were crucifixes in the apartment, which is mm. 
Um, what are your thoughts on this story? Okay. Love it. So I've got so many. I'm so glad we're we're doing this again. Okay. Because I just think it's sort of like a it's like blowing up a balloon mm. or or smashing a piñata. It's very different, Dad. True. But uh, but if you smash a piñata, there are all sorts of goodies inside. But balloons don't have anything in them. Are you saying no, it's but... like a Schrodinger's cat where it could be uh, full of treats or full of nothing? Or full of bad things, which well, yeah. this is pretty bad. I've got some really heavy stuff to lay on you, Paul. Uh, my own theories, of course. Yes, yes please. Um, now, the fact that there's no forced entry, in my opinion, is almost inconsequential and irrelevant okay, how to so? their deaths. What if they knew the person? Okay. Now... I have been of the firm belief that it's a double suicide. However, I've changed my mind. Bearing in mind, I only have limited information, but I then started to think, because the crucifixes have just come to light. Mm -hmm. Now, the ABC, generally speaking, as a rule... And I don't like to compare the ABC because there'll be listeners out there that'll be banging their heads against the walls as I say this. But, you know, the ABC, let's be, let's be honest, they do have that program once a week where they do examine and including their own journalistic standards where they dissect false information. So they, they try and keep on the straight and narrow. Oh, Media Watch. Media Watch. Yes. So I don't think the ABC, or I feel they would be less prone. Mm. That's why I feel comfortable, and I felt comfortable sending you the ABC article at 5 a.m. Okay? Because I was clearly... I read it, and I just thought, shit, this, this thing is... It has not been solved. It's perplexing. It's, it, it is being reported around the world. Yeah. That the crucifix has come to light, and the fact that, as far as we know, both girls were naked. Now, what's that about? That's what, sorry, you go on. Okay, continue. but um, but here's the thing, and this is going to be very controversial, possibly. But it's, and I don't know whether the police have thought about this. I I would imagine that I'd be one of the only people to come up with this hypothesis. If they had converted to Christianity, there's one cardinal sin in Christianity that. If you commit this sin, you do not go to heaven. And that's suicide. I'm putting it out there. It just doesn't... To me, it's, it's, that is problematic. Hang on, what's your assertion exactly? That if you are a Christian yeah. and you want to go to heaven, yeah. which I guess most Christians do, yeah. to kill yourself oh, I see. is a sin. So you're saying the... It, it's a paradox. The, you, Correct. You, you wouldn't have crucifixes out if they've become born again Christians or something, which whatever. But if they have, then committing suicide, then you know, um, committing suicide would well negate it, the the path to to heaven. That's you know, I'm speaking from a from a you know that perspective. Yeah, that's just a theory, and and in in good police work. Mm-hmm. Believe you me, this special task force that is set up to to work on this case. Okay, so you recall, Paul, that they there were problems, there were concerns about some of their food not being touched, and that's one of the things that 
brought the police in on one other occasion or two other occasions because the the food had not been touched. Okay. Upon questioning the girls, the girls were of the firm belief, and they actually contacted the building manager to say they 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 begged the building manager to check CCTV because they believed that their food had been tampered with. Okay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. So, you remember that incredible case that we did some years ago, Paul, about the the apartment? in Kirribilli where I found the guy naked in the bathtub that incredible story and there were those droplets of fluid throughout the apartment yeah and and that's an unsolved case yeah but we can ascertain that there were other people involved never ever it's never been solved so there are plenty of mysteries so it's What's to say, seeing, I mean, I think part of the, the job, I mean, if, if we were detectives in a, in, a, in a sort of a big think tank session this morning, mm-hmm. you know, with, in an office in Sydney with a whiteboard and, and sort of 20, 30 detectives all, and, and you are basically, and I don't like to use this term because it's an American term, and I don't like most American terms, but I'm going to throw this one into the, into the, the mix, and that's spitballing. Any idea is acceptable. Yeah, you want to run it up the flag. Yeah, you run it up the flagpole. See if anyone salutes it. No, I get it. That's right. So we and and in a, in a group situation where sometimes people are worried about what their colleagues will think, they're thinking, how could you come up with such a ridiculous idea? But out of this, out of these these ideas, and some of them are far fetched. Sometimes, like in six months' time, 
look, we don't know whether they're ever going to get to the bottom of this. It could be one of those mysteries. Um, was someone else involved? Someone that didn't need to force entry. Who's to say? I mean, okay, you and Tegan mm-hmm. have got keys to our apartment in Sydney, haven't you? Yes. You've got all the keys. Yes. So, and you you live in another city. If you and Tegan came up with this nefarious plan to, let's just hypothesise, and rob the apartment, there's no forced entry. I've got the keys. Christine's got keys, but she's overseas. I would never, ever think of you and Tegan coming up to Sydney to rob the apartment. But it 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 could be could be done. It's just if you drove up and didn't use any tollways, I tell you, you could do it, and no one would know. Part of the problem for me, Dad, is I'm trying to think about. You're trying to think about motive, yeah. I mean, these girls didn't really have anything you could steal. No, except Paul. Whoa, what about apostasy? What? Leaving Islam. A lot of women leave Saudi Arabia specifically to escape, you know. There are 80. 80 people have registered. 80 women Mm. have registered in Australia. Yeah, and the Human Rights Watch Australia um, group has obviously pointed out recently in press releases that, and this is a quote, asylum seekers from Saudi Arabia were, were often more vulnerable than most other groups who flee their homelands. They often have a really lonely experience. They don't want to connect with the Saudi community here. They want to stay away from other Saudis, potentially because, you know, people talk and you don't mm. want to, you know, speak about, you, you want to keep things kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul, I mean, um, did you read that chilling account it's it's buried in the abc article mm. it's it's towards the end it's about a tradesman that was called to the apartment have you yeah. read any of talk us through this oh that's just absolutely that is it's so bizarre mm-hmm. and it goes something like this the building manager now i've seen photographs of that building it's 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 immaculate it's new it's modern Great location. And here's a fun fact, everyone. It's currently being leased. Did you know that? What do you mean? It's it's back on the market to rent. It went on the market. And full disclosure, they say, they're letting prospective new tenants know the backstory, which comes back to the old adage that you and I have banged on about for, for probably years, Paul, about would you live in a house where something terrible's happened? Yeah. I don't know whether I could live in an apartment knowing what had happened so so sort of close to, to now. 100%. You do need time. Yeah. Time is a good healer on many, many levels. But this particular tradesman gets called in, organised by the building manager. He goes into the apartment. He says that in his career... And obviously, he would be doing quite a few jobs every day all around Sydney, you know, six, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. He said to the building manager, I am never, ever going back to that apartment. Do not call me because I will not respond. It had the creepiest, weirdest, most bizarre feeling inside the apartment. Quite frankly, I'm not going back. Now, that, to me, 
is chilling. What what else can you say about that? Yeah, no. Look, I just don't want people to think that we are in any way trivializing this. This is no ex- god, no. It's very sad and very strange and very horrible. And if you do have information. Now, as we pointed out last episode, yes, you, if you know anything, if you have any information, you can contact Burwood Police Station on 02974584999 or Crime Stoppers on 1-800-333-000. We don't typically do shout-outs, but this... I mean, look, what's really interesting, Dad, is I think it's pretty iffy to speculate too far on these kinds of things, so we will, we'll, we'll wrap it here. But we just wanted to keep people updated because every time we finish an episode on this story, it just keeps sort of evolving. Maybe this is the sort of slippery slope in terms of getting involved in a in a mysterious case as it's actually happening and not waiting until it's all resolved, which I think we now are going to do. Regardless of what updates there are, we are going to just cap it here. But if anyone has any info on... You know, because these, it's just, they're so young and it was so sad. So hopefully it all works out. The thing, another thing that really kind of throws me. Yeah. And I've been to, if I had to number the number of incidents involving deceased people by murder, um, you know, I went to so many suicides, it was just fucked up. Mm -hmm. And I. I mean, unless you're in the shower like that guy was in Curabilly, the fact that, I mean, if you went to a job and there was a deceased female and from what we can gather with, like, naked, to me that's very unusual. The fact that the two sisters are naked, I I don't have access to the, I'd love to see the photos. I'd love to see what the apartment looked like. I'd like to see where these supposed crucifixes were. I'd like to see whether the place was immaculate whether there was sign of commotion, whether it all seemed incredibly calm and orderly. You know, were there clothes next to them? Had they had they just put the clothes away and hopped onto the bed? Were they under the bed clothes? Were they on top of the bed? I mean, there are just so many things that make it just so bizarre. This is a, this is truly and the fact that the police haven't, you know, and the the toxicology results are inconclusive, and you can bet your bottom dollar they would have they would have been working their little rings out to get the the results and it, the whole thing. God, it's just it's just unbelievable. Yep. It's just it's perplexing, and um, it's uh, I think it's a story that needs to be spoken about. Yeah, hopefully it comes to some sort of satisfactory conclusion, even though it's just unbelievably tragic. Well, that's all the time we have for this week's episode, second episode of Loose Units, Loose Ends. I promise we will be back first thing next week to continue our look at the crimes of Ivan Milat. We're going to be picking can up... I, from- uh, can I give you a bit of a like a rhyming thing, Paul? Sure. Back to Milat. That doesn't rhyme. No, it doesn't. No. Now, if his name was Ivan Malak, that would work beautifully. Back to Malak. He'd get a right shellac. Yeah, we got to stop. Thanks for listening to Loose Units, Loose Ends. Have a brilliant weekend, and we will see you soon for more Loose Units. Bye-bye. Bye. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.